This is Brain Diet, episode number 13. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am feeling extra jazz today. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm just like excited to be recording. I'm excited to be here. I'm really enthusiastic about the topic today. I don't know. It's just a really good day. And also my 18 month old, she's really into wearing shoes right now. She loves to put on shoes and wear them around the house. And so this episode may or may not feature her stomping around in the background. We'll see if the microphone picks it up. I don't know. So be fair warned about if you hear some clomping noises. It's just a really, really excited 18 month old about her shoes. So (laughs) anyway, today we are talking about taking healthy action. We're talking about when we take action in relation to our health, when we decide to start something new, whether it's a new weight loss plan or trying out some new ways of eating or trying to implement different foods into your diet or researching an entirely new and different diet or even trying a new style of workout or even even just adding one green smoothie into your daily food protocol. Any of those health type actions that we seem to try to implement on a regular basis. And this is something that we as human beings do all the time. We start trying to take action in our health that we believe is beneficial. And I think that that's one of the beauties of humanity is as human beings, we are always aspiring to improve and progress. It really is an incredible part of being a human being and having a human brain that we can think forward to the future and how we can improve and be better. But today I want to talk about the part that precedes this taking action, the part that so many people skip over and in doing so set themselves up for failure. Now with any action you take related to health, you must start with why you are doing it. Now, initially when I asked that question, why you are taking action in your health, you might have a couple thoughts come to mind. And when I am coaching my clients and ask them this question, most of them will respond with, well, because I want to be strong and I want to be healthy and I want to feel good and I want to be more disciplined or I want to stop eating junk food and I want to be healthy and so on. And those things are legitimate desires, but here is what most of us don't understand. Health might physically feel a certain way, but health doesn't make you happy all the time. People that exercise and eat only whole foods, they still feel depressed and anxious and angry and frustrated sometimes. It's so important to understand this because if you are taking action with your health, because you believe it will solve your emotions, because you believe that it will get rid of your self-loathing and your desperation and your feelings of unworthiness, You are mistaken, my friend. (laughs) If you are unhappy, it is not because of your current health status. It is because of the thoughts you are thinking about your current health status. 
So when you take action, when you want to lose weight or when you want to get strong enough to do a pull-up or to train for a marathon or stop drinking soda or even just drink celery juice in the mornings, I want you to ask yourself, why am I doing this? And how do I think I will feel emotionally once I achieve it? If you are taking action because of a lack of confidence, or if you are taking action because you have the belief that the implementation of this action will create more confidence, it's not going to work. Confidence comes from the thoughts we think about ourselves, not from the action that we take. So if you are thinking, I will be more confident if I'm healthy, you are coming from a place of scarcity of confidence. You don't have enough confidence, so you're doing something outside of you to try to get more of it, and you're graspy and trying to do this and that to try and create more confidence. Now what happens is we take action, we start a new habit, we join a gym, we try a new diet, and sometimes we are even able to temporarily get some results. But what we forget is that our brains come with us. Even though we might be working out or trying to eat healthier, if it is coming from feeling like you're not enough as you are and that you need to change your habits to be a better person, no matter what results you achieve, you'll always have those same thoughts about not being good enough. Our brains and our thoughts come with us regardless of how often we change our circumstances and how often we change our bodies. Like, have you seen people that are constantly getting plastic surgery? They start out thinking, I will be so much more confident if I have this procedure. And then as soon as they get that done, they find something else wrong with their bodies. (laughs) We can attempt to change our bodies as much as possible, physically, plastic surgery wise, whatever it may be. But unless we change our brain first, we'll never be satisfied. We will always be coming from that scarcity of confidence or that scarcity of a positive emotion that you're seeking. Another example of this that I remember experiencing in college was as a college student, I was tired. (laughs) I was exhausted. I was working. I was going to school full time. I was exhausted and I was staying up late doing homework. I was sleeping in if I was able to. I was taking naps whenever I could and I had this belief that productive people, respectable people go to bed early and wake up early. That's a common one that I hear that, that successful people go to bed early and wake up early and get a lot of their work done in the morning. And so I took that idea and I completely used it against myself. I was saying, I shouldn't be going to bed this late. I shouldn't be sleeping in. I shouldn't be taking naps. I'm not a respectable, successful, productive person because I'm going to bed late and sleeping in. But the truth is, I was very productive and I was very successful and I was just as much of a respectable person as I would have been had I gone to bed early. Whatever time I went to bed had nothing to do about my respectability And frankly, it didn't have anything to do about my productivity either. I was really productive, but because I had this belief that I was doing something wrong and needed to change in order to be better, I was coming from this place of scarcity of value as a human because I was staying up late. I didn't think I was as respectable and productive. But what that created was just a lot of unnecessary suffering, and it didn't create any more productivity thinking that I should be different. We somehow think that self-criticism 
or doing things because we think we should is by far the most effective way to accomplish something. We are afraid to let go of that self-criticism. We are afraid to drop the, I should be better, or I need to be healthier, or I should be going to bed early, I should be waking up early, or I'm not as great if I don't weigh less. I see it with mothers who have had children who after giving birth, they're like, okay, I got to get this baby weight off. And until then, I'm less lovable, I'm less of a woman, I'm less sexy, and I'm less of a mother. But listen, those thoughts feel terrible to think them. (laughs) And those negative thoughts create negative results in your life. If you think that baby weight makes you less lovable, then once you've lost the baby weight, you'll just find another reason you believe makes you less lovable. I promise. Our brains come with us regardless of what our bodies look like. Whatever emotion you think you will feel upon achieving what it is you set out to do with your health is the emotion that needs to fuel what you want to get done. If you think you will feel confident once you have lost weight or once you have started waking up at 6 a.m. every day, then you need to feel confident as you begin figuring out how to do that. If you believe that you will feel capable when you cross a marathon finish line, you need to feel capable when you walk your first mile. But we're afraid to feel those things because we believe that if we aren't beating ourselves into shape, that we won't take good and useful action. For any of you that have bought that gym membership only to have it collecting dust a few months later, or those of you that have started a new diet and quit, or those of you that have tried to eat more vegetables and then you just don't, I mean, you're already getting negative results anyway with the negative thinking fueling those actions, so you might as well give it a shot of fueling it with peace and capability and worthiness. When you take actions from negative thoughts, you are in that state of scarcity. You are believing that there isn't enough worth where you are now and you need something outside of you to boost that worth. You need something outside of you to help you think thoughts that help generate confidence. You need to have less weight on your body. You need to be doing a better workout program. You need abs. You need to do a juice cleanse to expedite your way to being thin. But those negative thoughts create scarcity of value and of worth, of resources and ability. And those negative thoughts create results in your life that are scarce of value, worth, resources, and ability. So you might as well fuel your action with the positive emotion you think you will feel in the achieving of your goal. Like what's the worst that could happen if you started with peace and capability and worthiness and felt those things all the way through the process? Something that I see a lot is people will set health goals for themselves based on an event. They'll say, I want to lose weight for this wedding. I want to lose weight for family pictures. And there's nothing wrong with this, but I suggest exercising caution when doing this. Because believing that you will feel better emotionally at this wedding or at family pictures if you are a certain weight, it kind of puts you in a disadvantaged place Because you're having thoughts like, I need to lose weight to look good at this wedding. Or I will feel more confident if I lose weight by then. Like I remember when I was working as a model, I would have photo shoots coming up and I was always having thoughts like, I won't be good enough for this shoot unless I am at a certain weight. And that felt terrible. 
I was constantly taking action with my health from a space of trying to prove that I was worthy to be photographed. It was miserable. (laughs) I remember too, when I was probably six or seven, I was at a friend's house and I remember seeing her mom holding a pack of sugar-free Oreos and they had extra sugar-free Oreos in their pantry and her mom saying, oh, I'm just really trying to lose weight before my daughter's wedding. And I still think back to that to this day, how much that action was fueled by willpower and trying to find all of the loopholes to just make it to the wedding at a lower weight, because I'm sure she would have believed that she was more worthy as the mother of the bride with less weight on her body. Because listen, by the time an event passes, by the time that wedding passes, your motivating factor leaves and then you settle back into old habits. Like imagine a world where you took care of yourself and implemented healthy habits just because you deserved it. Not because you wanted other people's approval or not because you would be more lovable, but just because you deserved to be a person that took care of themselves. And you took action for no other reason than just because you wanted to have your own back. There is no urgency to change your body, to change your health, or to change anything about your life. Change that comes from urgency is scarce and will only produce scarce results. Change that starts with confidence and peace, that's the change that will last as long as you want it to. And it won't be resorting to willpower and self-hatred. And it might even be possible that through that change, you could potentially enjoy yourself (laughs) and feel all the good feels. Now, if you're ready to make a change, I'm offering free mini sessions. You can sign up for one on my website, taylorannmacy.com. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to show you how to change your life and how to feel good doing it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week.